Welcome to My Music Podcast, a podcast where we sit down with Michigan musicians and those alike, and we pick their brains on a ton of music topics. Today with us, we have the one-man band who can make you cry or laugh. We got Steve Leaf in the building with us today. How you doing? Great, great. It's good to have you. Yeah. It's Steve, good to be here. You, you looked at me like, why did you say the songs can make you laugh or cry? No, I actually, I was, I was, I feel like you're in on the, ju- like, you know. Yeah. You, you know. You, you want no, me to I was, tell that, I was excited. Oh, okay. I was excited, right. yeah. You want to tell me, like, I, I'll tell you what, what led me to that. Um, the song that I really like by you is uh, Real Housewives. Oh, no, she didn't. Watching Real Housewives. Open the fridge to a blinding light. Back to the couch. Phone on my chest. And then it rings. And uh, <laughs> when I first listened to it, you know, I was kind of like, laughing and then when the song ended i was like oh damn that i feel bad for this dude you know like this is for real yeah and then when i listen back like a second time it's almost like i kind of had a different perspective knowing like what was going to happen to you by the end of the song you know yeah um so yeah and like i was kind of sad i wasn't like moping but my my, i was getting choked up like Mm -hmm. damn man i know how this is gonna end for my guy man this sucks (laughs) (laughs) but the first time i was laughing (laughs) you were were hoping it wouldn't be that but yeah exactly it is yeah you just like you fed your fish and you went to sleep i was like damn that's it man yeah that's a bummer but uh yeah so tell me a little bit about that song because i'm just i'm just curious uh I'll I'll do long story short on that song. I, I do think that this part's funny. I was at uh, my in laws' house and they had this this Casio keyboard. And like you know, when the conversation gets stale with the in laws, I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go upstairs to the guest room for a little while. And I like made up that little melody, do 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 do. Um, and I was like, oh well, I'm gonna I want to make a song with that line. But that line was kind of playful, you know. Yeah, it was like kind of sure. funny. Yeah. And then uh, I started thinking about this like gnarly Tinder date I went on a long time ago that didn't, it didn't really pan out that way. It's, you know, it's like semi-autobiographical, but uh, it was one of those, you know, songs I'm sure that you're aware when you're like writing a song, it just like spilled out. I was like, oh yeah, the guy, oh yeah, he's in his neighborhood. He's super pumped to go out and meet this girl. And then like, oh, she's not messaging him back. And then like, he goes back to his apartment and like has a little bit of cathartic time, but you know yeah we all love her it's interesting i always love hearing too with everybody that we've had on here of like if they're talking if they're writing songs from a real perspective or like a semi-autobiographical it seems like a lot of people are semi-autobiographical um i feel like jack droppers kind of talked about that like you know like having music about his daughter but like some of the stuff is made yeah i mean you gotta like add a little bit of drama or like you know how can you add more excitement you yeah. know, because sometimes life is not that exciting. Yeah. If you can add little hints here and there. It just, so for, we had Olivia on. She was like, yo, this song is about a real letter. Straightforward. And yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 But, Olivia Mainville? Uh, mm-hmm. No, Olivia Vargas. Yeah, oh, from love August. Olivia. Oh, yeah. big fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, big fan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tell us. Yeah, uh, tell give us. us a little bit of a bio. Tell us about yourself. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do a 1985. <laughs> <Dearborn, laughs> Michigan. Uh, 
Uh, that's where it all started. Um, no, I, I started playing drums when I was like in fifth grade and had like an affinity to music and was really into it. And then uh, drums were too much, so I snagged a guitar because they're e- it's easier to carry around. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of stuff, a lot of equipment, yeah. a lot of equipment. And there was a, there was a a man named Dave Matthews just screaming <laughs> up the charts at the time. They're like, I can do that. I was like, I got to do that. I was like, I got to do that. And I'd heard something about ladies and dorm rooms when I was going to college is like, okay, if I can learn some, if I can learn satellite, I'm going to get late. Yep. Sorry. Can, is that? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Cool. This is explicit by the we way. Can, I okay. put the explicit even oh. on all the sites we're on. So. All right. Fuck yeah. I mean, <laughs> do your thing. There you go. I definitely remember learning to crash like that guitar. Oh, part. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. got your chain tied to me tight, tie I had to, I went to this camp up north in Michigan, Spring Hill, uh, Spring Hill camp, Spring Hill yeah. camp back in my Christian camp days. I was gonna say. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of them around like Lake Michigan, isn't there? Like, oh like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, the the uh, my counselor like showed me like the, how to play Crash, and I was like. This dude is so cool. This one where he's unlocked many doors. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was. He's like, you play this weird C minor chord. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be great. No, so, yeah, I did that. played guitar and then um, went to college, started playing in bands, realized that I really, really, really loved that, loved doing that. Um, Started writing songs with friends uh, and then moved to Chicago, kept doing it, kept doing it. And, yeah, here I am. Keep, just keep writing songs nice and recording them Man, me and scott talk about this all the time of just like you know like I, I dabble in solo stuff but at the end of the day it's just like something about being in a band man like just you know the band is always just so much fun i i love being in a band yeah like like we were, we were yeah like be, being doing the solo thing is fun but yeah like playing with other people and and that energy there's something to it like yeah for real Level like camaraderie, you know, and bouncing ideas off each other and sort of exchange of energy and things like that. Sometimes hard to muster on your own. Yeah. But like you were saying earlier, like the convenience and the freedom and like not having to schedule and organize. That, that was, that was, um, uh, an exchange. Cause when I, when I was, uh, doing this band that I had, uh, the expats, it was just a, it was just a power trio, but that was still like, you know, you got to coordinate schedules and all this stuff. So now it's like. People are like, hey, you want a gig? Yes. Yes. And I'm I'll free. Be there. Yeah. I am free. <laughs> Let me text myself. Yes, I'm good to go. I'll be there. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I think obviously with last year, it still seems like it's kind of that way. But, you know, with COVID, it, it makes it easier, you know, to, to make an album. Just you you have a lot of time, yeah. I'm sure. When, when did 12 songs come yeah. out? Did you did you 12. start that during the pandemic or? I did. I started that during the pandemic. It came out... Um, well, the full the full uh, version, I guess, all twelve songs came out in June. But the uh, the impetus for it was kind of like Bandcamp was doing those Bandcamp Fridays, yeah, and, yeah. And I was like, you know, it was January. I didn't have a job. I was like sitting at home, and uh, my wife was kind of like, "Hey, what you doing today?" <laughs> she she has a nudge, you know, nudge, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very legit job from home, you know. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there were like so many artists and so, so many people who were just like unemployed and, you know, feeling a, mildly defeated. So yeah. like she was she was really cool. She was very supportive. But there were definitely some moments of like, hey, you're going to put on pants. <laughs> I would really love it if you put on pants. Yeah. I was like, pants are You don't overrated. have to shower. Just, just yeah, pants. Just put just on pants. Just pants. <laughs> pants are, would be a great start. Um, I know. But then, then yeah, I, I just like had time in those Bandcamp Fridays. I was like, oh, I, I think I can like get three songs done in a month. And it was just like lit a fire under my, my, my ass. Yeah. Oh yeah. We put the E, yeah. my ass. So I like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do that. And so uh, January, February, March, and April, I released three songs each month on Bandcamp and then put them all together and put out Nice songs. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so like so, mini EPs. Little mini EPs. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of really the way to do it nowadays. For real. Keep people engaged. Me and Scott yeah. keep talking about that. Like, I only see like some artists I look and it's just like eighty singles, like no album. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you could have just dropped an album at this point, but that's yeah. just like but the way music is changing. I feel like drip. it's like yeah. EP or singles and uh it keeps people's attention for a while and then people say i don't care about them and then they drop a new single and it's like oh you're back oh cool. you're back you're yeah. doing something yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at you instead of like that one drop and like yeah so yeah. it was dropping an album and then it's like oh they did drop an album like six months ago i forgot about that yeah 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 totally so yeah i thought it was um pretty smart the way that you released it made, yeah. made a lot of sense oh thanks yeah yeah, yeah i was uh, i was self-conscious about that because i was like Oh well, does that make sense? Like release the songs and then put them out, and then like John Mayer put out sobs, sobs, <laughs> and rock. he had he had that one track from like two years ago. I was like, well, if John Mayer, yeah, do I was it, like, then, how you gonna uh, put new light on this album? New that light, song yeah, was thank so you. Old. That was so old. Like, <laughs> I can't believe he put that on the album. I was, I was into yeah. the album. It was a good album. But John, if you're listening, which you're not. <laughs> Hey, 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 he don't, might hey, don't hey, sell yeah. the short. Me and John, yeah. man, I'll be talking, I'll be talking to John me. all That's the time. Yeah. You don't know my relationship. Oh, he's texting right now. <laughs> Let me, this is where I splice in our uh, advertisement yeah, you know, from our, John. Our, <laughs> <laughs> his record label actually sponsors yeah, this. Uh, yeah. Oh, Columbia man, I'm Records. so sorry. Dude, he went all out on that side tangent, but um, I'm a, I'm a oh. huge John Mayer fan. So, I, as am I. You know, on the email list and stuff, He did you get, he sent a newsletter um like a sob rock newsletter i got it in the mail and i was like this is crazy in the mail mm-hmm. yeah it was like classic very like um like a zine you know and like he had like a word search in the back and oh like, that's just had cool. different things about there it there's yeah, a lot was, of money put he into went that. him oh. on the advertising campaign. That, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that campaign was was nuts yeah. it was Everywhere. cool yeah. yeah i i think the i think the music was great if we could have had the uh, music of continuum, continuum with that yeah. advertising like, yeah, campaign yeah, and yeah. i know that that's like that's a no, moot point but yeah. it's uh, i'm like i'm yeah. with that though yeah. yeah i mean i like i like john some some stuff too like heartbreak warfare i actually revisited that recently and um yeah there's some good stuff on there's there. some good stuff yeah 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 so I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna shout out heartbreak warfare don't listen to this song with taylor swift the half of my heart song that one i still can't get behind but uh, once you wanted to begin no one really We're Were they together tangent. when they recorded that? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Taylor's going ham right now too. Oh yeah, she is. <laughs> She's saying everyone's like, who who else puts out ten minute songs? And all the fish fans are like, what? Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> I literally about? had this argument with the coworker because I'm not the biggest T Swift fan. I'm just gonna call uh, it out. Uh, controversial. You know? well, this is a hot controversial. Take, yeah, yeah, hot take. Yeah. And she was like, Taylor Swift is so creative and she could do anything. You need to watch this ten minute video. Oh god. You don't even understand. And like, she only listens to folk music. And I was just yeah. like. This is not like something like that is just like astronomical. We're not like, reinventing been been the wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the world of pop music, I guess for right now, yeah, yeah I guess that's interesting. Yeah. Taylor Sorry. Swift is just like a machine. It's not like her. It's the it's entity. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's the, yeah, the, the world of. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I don't, don't want to diss. Anyways, her. I don't yeah, want to no. diss on pop yeah, yeah, music. Yeah, we are here. not. Dissing. No, we're not dissing. I'm still. Yeah. I can. I can get down with Taylor. No, Swift. yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's not like my number one artist. You know, like every, like some other oh, people. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, what else? What else do you want to share uh, uh, about my bio? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, Mm, I put out that album. I put mm-hmm. out some other albums. Can I ask you people. about the, the cover on that album? What what's the cover like? I oh. like the, I like the design. The you know the pink and orange. Like those colors fit well together. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's because each four of the January, February, March, April, May. If mm. you'll notice, there are four colors. Yeah. And uh, the the ones that are on Bandcamp are all blue. Oh, and green. I see. I didn't see the Bandcamp. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's not on yeah. the old Spotify. You gotta, gotta get the yeah that okay. main source from Bandcamp. Yeah, that main, yeah, right. that yeah, main yeah. line from Bandcamp. So yeah, we we I talked to my buddy uh, Bill Chesney, who uh, is a graphic designer in town and also owns a print shop here called brownleypress.com. Yeah. Com. Shout them out. Uh, shout out. Yeah, have to. And that is not time sensitive. He'll be around. <laughs> I guarantee it. He'll be around. Uh, he, he helped me out with that and he was, uh, he was all about it. Um, cool. So yeah, that's the, uh, that was the idea. Uh, yeah. We're some suckers for some good cover art. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. I'm so glad yeah. that you think it's good cover art. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All no, it's, right. It's, it's understated for the, the best of ways, but it's eye catching yeah. at the same time. Also too, Fabulous. I think it fits the uh, vibe of the music too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, should we go to our first topic? Yeah. Then? Um, yeah. I came to you with this when yeah, I was you like, did. Should, I was like I'll, I'll let you tee it Steve. up. Yeah. Um, so the first song is, that I heard of yours is the first song on, on, on 12 songs and um, called So Loud. If you meant to keep it to yourself, then why'd you say the quiet part so loud? I'm not coming around again. I don't remember any of this. The thing that immediately caught my attention was the way that you were manipulating analog instruments, uh, namely the guitar, through some digital processing, it seemed like to me. In the, oh, like, yeah. The, a lot of chopping up and... Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of rolls. Yeah, and I was like, damn, that sounds great. Um, and, you know, the, the album is full of, uh, you know, like you said earlier, drum machines and, uh, you know, uh, acoustic guitar, electric guitar, your voice. I, I just really love... Um, that sort of dynamic pairing of analog and digital worlds. And I thought it would be a good topic to talk about, you know, where is it done well, you know? Um, oh, yeah. With, within the music uh, zeitgeist. Yeah. Um, or I, what, things that we like about it, things that kind of turn us on. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I, I when, you, when you sent that question, um, seeing how the sausage is made listener, he sent me those questions before we <laughs> We and always uh, ask our guests if they want to know before or not. No, some I, people come I, in blind. I, yeah, l- yeah. I like the pre-production. Yeah, me I too, mean, me I, I, it's, it's nice. Um, I really like that question uh, because I love 
that sound, like that intersection of a- analog and digital is is very cool to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into it. To, to answer your question, there were a couple examples. Well, well first of all, it was like Idiotech uh, by Radiohead. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, th- these are... Th- I think you have like to bring up Radiohead. Bring Radiohead. Yeah. Radiohead, I feel like the first time I heard them do Idiotech or the which is off of Kid A or Fifteen Step off of In Rainbows, it was like uh, you hear the you hear the electronic kit, you hear the drum the drum machine, and it's just like this you know like eight oh eight boom clack like right, <laughs> yeah. right right, and then you hear this acoustic kit jump in with it, and like I just love that sound so much. Like two very distinct drum kits going on at the same time that are doing different things. I just I love it. I'm yeah. a big sucker for it. Me too. Um, so that's like what got me turned on to drum machines. Was like you know at like every kid around two thousand two thousand one whatever it was kid A coming out. I was like oh okay cool mm-hmm. drum machines are mm-hmm. a thing. I don't know how they work yet, but I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me. I'll step in really quickly because you, yeah. you were talking about like that synthesis between a uh, analog kit, drum kit, and uh, you know, uh, drum machine. And I don't know what popped in my head, but I was like, Michael Jackson does that really well. I was listening to it just popped in my head. It's such an obvious song, but like beat it. It's got a really great. You can hear both those kind of working together, and that's so that that song has such a good synthesis of you know electric guitar and synths and synth yeah, bass, yeah. and then his voice, it you know, and then the the, the solo just comes ripping in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you listen really closely, where you can hear those two sort of drum parts working in unison, doing things that support even each other, not just copying each other. Absolutely. Yeah. I, th- I think that that is something that like some, some real diehard drummers or musicians or whoever will be like, Oh man, scuff drum. their nose. Up oh yeah, it. totally. Yeah, like, right, drum right. machine. But then it's like, I think that's some of the best production from the eighties, nineties, two thousands and today. <laughs> yeah. like, I think that those, uh, like they, they're, they're relying on sequences, like finding a good sound and being like, okay, let's just repeat this. Like, yeah. and it is pretty much a drum machine. Yeah. And that's cool. Like yeah. it sounds awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't we, care. We, we, were, yeah. we were talking. What it sounds like is all that matters. Yeah. yeah. We were talking before, and I was telling you how I just got a drum machine, and, and really the reason why I got it was there's a new album by um, Sam, Sam Evian called mm-hmm. Time to Melt. Oh man! And all over it, he has that like you know drum machine where he's running it through like a tape echo delay, Ooh. but then he's also got like real drums on top of it. It's just like I love that sound, right? And that vibe, man. Sam Evian. Is yeah. Legit. Yeah. I love. Good yeah. Stuff. I'm, I'm obsessed fan. with his music right now. It's crazy. And I, I 
for me, I was like, I think the drums are like the obvious place to go with it because of the drum machine right. in, in production that you can do digitally nowadays. But I do, I'm definitely interested in sort of expanding beyond the drums too, and that's why oh, I, yeah, I thought of, of your song for sure with oh, yeah. the guitar. So bring that back. Oh um, yeah, well the the uh, that song so loud um, was just like a chord progression I had for a while, and then I wanted to put a drum a, a guitar solo in there. And I was like, I had this guitar solo idea that was like, you know, kind kind of like uh, Tom Petty or Weezer, where they just like match the the vocal melody right. and then do like a little embellishment here and there. But like, it just it was sounding cheesy when mm, I did that because yeah. I had these like cool like drums happening, and then it's just this like ripping guitar, and it just it didn't you know it it's I'm not Eddie Van Halen, so I can't do that. <laughs> so I took I took the guitar solo, I like put it into my, uh, into logic, into the uh, audio workstation and then, uh, sent it into my Roland SP 404, my oh, sampler. Yeah. Oh, cool. And then like, just like chopped it up. Yeah. Just nice. like went nuts. Like yeah. put the beginning to the middle, put the middle to the end, put the end back at the beginning, blah, 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 blah. And then like some reversals, cre- too. some reversals, put some effects on it, yeah. sequenced it. I mean, that's another thing that uh, anyone who poo-poos that kind of music production, which I don't know if there's many people out there who do, but like the the impo- the possibilities are like, I, I don't want to say endless. They are endless, but it's like, it's just like a, a inspiration machine. It's, yeah. it's like you can put, like take a sequencer pad and be like, oh, well, I have this sequence of 16 notes. Well, like what happens if I put 15 on three mm-hmm. and right. three on 16? And then like you have this thing that you you did not even think of before. And it's just like, oh, cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's the best. Yeah. Man. I love it. That's what I love about making music is just the freedom to create and do things. And I think I brought up this example before of like how I sent a thing to Scott. But he didn't. He didn't know where I had it at in the so song. So during he moved COVID, it over. we were yeah. having to record individually. <laughs> so he had, yeah, I had the whole song in front of me. Sent me a guitar part with. I don't think any real context of where no, it should go. No, yeah, I really didn't. It I was just, just like the uploaded stem. it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I think it should go here. And I was just telling him like, oh yeah, put it on the bridge. And he, I think you put it on like the upbeat, but I, I was recording it on the downbeat. And I was like, oh, that's not how I did that, but it, it I guess sounds it works. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it works. <laughs> with like yeah. music with like creativity, like yeah, like you said, I don't want to say the possibilities are endless, but it's just like if you mess around with enough things, it's just like who knows? Yeah, stuff can what happen. Come out of it. Yeah, stuff can really happen. I, I think that that's cool about that digital world is like you can. And it become the you know during COVID we were all recording during COVID and it was a massive bummer. Um, but having the ability to have like kind of a conversation with a drum machine, be like, oh, I'm I'm a little stuck, but like, what do you think I can do? Right. And it's you know, yeah. and it's zeros and ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that solo cool. is sweet. The studio yeah. is uh, an equal part of the musicianship. It really is. You know, yeah, it really is, yeah. man. Yeah. It's it, it's that's a that's a real thing. Just like, like somebody putting on a guitar pedal, you know, it's like it's just another tool, you yeah, know, to, yeah, to totally. mess around out to alter yeah. the sound and you know. Yeah, who would want to play guitar without pedals? Like who would want to go live Some on stage heads. without pedals? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I just watched somebody do that the other night. Nothing wrong with it. I yeah. love jazz heads. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm a big I am fan. a jazz head. Yeah. To, not really. 
<laughs> I am. Nah. nah You're like, nah, don't nah, call nah. me out. Please yeah. don't yeah. call me out. <laughs> I backed um, into that. I'm going to immediately back out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, who I'm thinking about, obviously, is my guy Prince, man. Like, I'm a huge Prince oh, fan. Oh, there you go. I didn't even think about Prince when it comes to yeah, this Yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite songs is Ballad of Dorothy Parker on uh, Sign of the Times, man. Dorothy was a waitress on the promenade. She worked the night shift. Dishwater blonde, tall and fine. She got a lot of tips. Like that song sounds otherworldly to me. There's just like this uh, synth floating around, like, like just it's nuts, you know. And the drums is obviously the Lynn drum machine. The bass, I can't even tell what the bass is. I don't know how mm. the hell he recorded it. It's like very wobbly and weird, but uh, yeah, like Prince is just like the master of mixing like digital and analog sounds and just like bringing you into another world. I think that's what like really makes him special. With oh, a lot for of sure. Tracks. Yeah. For sure. I would love to be able to like hear a synthesizer back then oh, like yeah because now it's like i feel like we you know we've got access to like any sound that you want to hear but For back real. then it was like oh like people i think eyes went wide like what yeah you yeah. Can do what i just watched a great thing on apple tv with uh mark ronson um he has like a, each oh, episode yeah. where he kind of breaks down um just like he did reverb one time and then anyways he did one on synthesizers and it was just so crazy going back and uh like he focused on this trans woman like carlos windy um who like kind of worked on these patches but like it almost looks like they're like an oh, old yeah, school yeah. phone oh, operating yeah, booth, yeah, you know, like it's so plugging in, in the patches yeah. where I'm the just boot like, club, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah but can you like, imagine when that was first happening? Like that just had to. Now we just have a plug in. We're like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah all right, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> plug in. Thank you, thank you. Four thousand dollars synthesizer yeah. right there. Yeah. Sweet. But that, yeah, I think that's it is. I that's why I went back to bring up Michael Jackson or a Prince because they were really playing around with the synthesized digital sounds and in pop music and things like that. Yeah. 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 Scott, I know you had laid some examples on me when we were talking about this with Steve. I just wanted to see what else you got over there. Yeah. So I was trying to, like I said, pick out um, as many instruments as I could um, that are somehow digitally altering the sound and um, going to the bass. Um, flashlight, Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. Oh, Baseline is Bernie Worrell on, on the keys. Um, and it was meant to be a Bootsy Collins baseline, um, but he sort of was like, "Yeah, it's, I'm not feeling it." And I, I just listened to that song. I'm like, it probably would not have the same bounciness, the same vibe no. without being a synthesized bass. Yeah, and it just yeah. drives the song. And he's playing with the uh, what's the, the pitch, the yeah, pitch the shifting wheel. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And something you said it's like three, like it's layered. It's got multiple. Heat, the, the, yeah. the bass is just so deep. Boom, 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 boom. And well, it's he's like got layers on top of it. Yeah. yeah, it's like you couldn't get that from like a slapping or no. a popping yeah. or nothing, man. Like it's got to be the way that it is. And, the, and the rest of the the song is uh, analog instruments, drums, guitar. You yep. know, obviously the vocals. So it's it's cool when that thing kind of adds that other element that 
wouldn't be there without the synthesized bass. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. And and uh, there's this dude on Instagram that I can't, that I follow that I can't remember his name, um, but he does that. He'll do he'll do a bass line on mm, a bass cool. on a bass guitar, and yeah. then like he goes over to his Novation bass station synth and nice. plays the same bass line with the mod wheel with all this stuff, and it's like it's cool because some some of them sound way better on the guitar. Some of them sound like yeah infinitely better on the synthesizer yeah. like it's, it's well it's come uh, yeah. to the point where um a lot of bass players are uh bringing that i call the squiggle it's what they kind of call in the <laughs> bass world into their analog playing so they're trying to match the pitch the, the pitch shifter yeah. yeah so it's yeah. like that quick little um slide of the finger which is is so funny it's like and even the fact like a lot of bass players like myself we have octave pedals we have you know, uh, gain pedals so we can mimic a synthesizer. Envelope filter? You got an envelope filter on oh, there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, because if you want to get that synth sound, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of funny. It's like, it's like, it's such a driving force, at the, a synth bass, you know. Heck, yeah. So. Like, you know, uh, vocally, man, I'm thinking of a song, uh, Genesis Owasu, he has a song called Centerfold, but uh, at the beginning, man, he's just doing so many crazy things with his vocals. I can't even describe it. I can't even like mimic it. I don't know. I feel song. like I always mimic stuff on this podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to do less than every episode. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, and it goes like, <laughs> you're really good at it though. I was going to say, yeah, I, I was, uh, like somebody asked me if I had a perfect pitch and I was like, God, dear God, no, because like, yeah, whenever I do it, you line the songs up and they somehow are like perfect. But yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, this song is called Centerfold, man. Um, he's got a new album called Smiling With No Teeth, but is yeah, he like vocally. doing some type of vocoder it's definitely or? like some type of vocoder but it's also very choppy like he's like right. you, know, oh, okay. you know and it's just like doing cool. like crazy stuff man and like listening in the headphones it's like panning and oh yeah all oh, of that yeah. stuff man where it just sounds so cool That. I, I like love, that. yeah, I love a good like digital mix of vocals uh, too. I think a lot of times people want to be like tried and true to like what they sound like or, you know, add some reverb, but they don't ever really want to chop it up. And I'm just like, man, sometimes that helps so much. It's whatever your intentions yeah. are, you know, it's whatever you want out of the music. It's one's not right nor wrong. Right. You know? Yeah. I think realizing that is like a huge step for any musician. It was for me to just realizing that like whatever happens when like, it's recording is cool. Yeah. Like it's fine. Yeah. Like it's, it's all good. They don't, they don't, they don't all have to be bangers. Yeah. It's all, it's like, <laughs> hopefully they will be, but uh, you know, one thing uh, that I was telling you, I saw your uh, performance when you performed at wealthy street. Yeah. How do you, do you ever think about like how you're going to translate some of that uh, digital stuff like to the stage? Or are you kind of not worried about that? Uh, I guess I'm not worried about it, but I do want it to be like, one thing that I did want when I performed live was like, um, one, this is my personal opinion. One thing that I don't like is when I see like a one man band with just a backing track and it'll be like tambourines and horns (laughs) and all this bullshit that isn't actually happening. Not very authentic. Not yeah, And like, and I know that like, I know that at the, at the core, like I'm, I'm hitting play on a drum machine and it's, it's playing stuff that I'm not playing. Right. But like, I just wanted like this, like, low pass filter over like a snare and a kick when I play live. So it's just like, it's just driving what I'm doing. Mm -hmm, It's not, it's, it's, it's like 
just driving the semi. It's not, you know, it's wearing, you know, a, a flannel shirt instead of like a sequence outfit. It's mm-hmm. just like, I'm just here getting us through this right now. That's all I'm doing. It's creating a little bit of a pocket. Yeah. Just a pocket. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So th- that's, and then, and then like when I do play like a synth line or something through that, then it is like, I'm hoping that I'm, I've built up a little bit of credit with the audience. Where they're like, hey, you can do this. Okay. Yeah. 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 You can, you can do this. Yeah. So it's okay. Quick side tangent. Um, did you not have the lyrics to So Loud figured out by then? I feel like I listened oh, to the... Oh, yeah. Oh, the wealthy show. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I was I, like, wow, oh, that's crazy. I'm a I bit, knew this was going to happen. No, no, no. I can cut this, too. I was like, <laughs> no, no keep, keep it I'm in, just. I'm a big fan in. of the uh, the song and the, and the lyrical content of it. Um, sort of in some... Like, I, I saw the wealthy thing after I heard the song. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I, I like to hear, like, the evolution of a song. Yeah, that was definitely really the cool. evolution of the song. Yeah. I had some lyrics in mind for that, and then, like, I forgot them, and I didn't look around. I didn't have them. I was like damn it <laughs> you know made up some words on the fly and it i thought after that i was like oh, i'll never get called out for this <laughs> and we do our homework no but the lyrics the lyrics for that song were, were funny because like i had this idea of like i think i just seen one of my like uncles who um, we all have that uncle we all had that uncle and it was like politically charged yeah. and my buddy my buddy bill helped me write the lyrics and like he came correct with a few of the with a few of the, like turns of phrases and stuff like that and it was like oh man like yeah it was it, the part that i really that he wrote that i do that i do like that's to my own horn for for the song i recorded but like uh that's all we do did tooted, you, did you, did like you uh, oh i'll toot it then uh, <laughs> Did you mean to keep that to yourself or did you say the quiet part loud? Because like, I feel like in this political oh, goodness. climate, yeah, it a, was just like, lyric. there were a lot of things being said by uh, yes. a, a lot of people that are, are presumably not on our political spectrum that I was like, yo, you are like, you're saying the quiet part loud. This is not, <laughs> not good. Like we all know where you're coming from and because you're saying it now, yeah, like yeah. you're just like unabashedly saying but, it. You know what? Like the universality of that song is like the people on the opposite side of the spectrum would think the same. Yeah, exact right. Thing. Exactly. exactly. Like no. The people who used to watch the Colbert Report and be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, it makes." Yeah, whatever. We don't need to so, go down that yeah, road. Yeah. I like it just because we all have had that experience, especially with the last you know four, you know four years yeah. particularly. But totally, totally. Anyways, um, going back to our topic. Um, oh yeah, I, I had, had a couple yeah, other names. Yeah, she uh, had I had yeah. some. Yeah. These were. Um, I'll go with one that's uh, still very popular, but not as universal as Radiohead. Postal Service. Oh, All right, we, Postal Service. Talked, yeah, I was gonna say, of course we're gonna. Postal, Postal Service, Service was like, yeah, yeah um, very big influence. You're on an that 85er, kind of stuff. you said. I'm an 85er. So yeah. yeah, that came right around probably when you went to school. Oh like man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I started yeah. 2003 of college. I think that's when it came out. So it was like a oh, soundtrack yeah. to my freshman yeah. year. And it was like, so, it was so cool. It was like, dude, so they're cool. like sending I the think. mixes I in know. the postal service. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah like, such great heights is like a song that just oh, like man. always just like is stuck in that my whole head. Like comes just, the whole album, but yeah, you know that song was like the single. I feel like that came out. Yeah. the shimmery guitar over all of it yeah yeah so and th- i mean that was a good 
a, a really great intersection of just like, you know, I feel like before that album, at least my uh, uh, experience with electronic music was just like Aphex Twin or Daft mm-hmm, Punk mm-hmm, or yeah. um, the craft work where, where it was all like super electronic. Yeah, there were, there right. weren't, I mean, there were guitars in like Daft Punk tunes, but they're like, it's all driven by just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, I thought the postal service was like, no, we're going to like put, you know, vocal melodies. Like li- not- it was indie rock. with Totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. Death Cab for Cutie with a drum machine. Yeah. Well, there <laughs> <you go. laughs> but but yeah, that, that, that I agree, album. though. It's I mean, district, the district sleeps alone. The end of it. Oh, is a, a, yeah. It's a dance beat. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And like nothing better. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Every song, every song is. I'll just splice the whole album in and be like, "Come back to me in forty minutes or whatever." Yeah, (laughs) it's a killer album. And then the last one that I had is uh, William Fitzsimmons. Ooh, don't know. I was gonna say, got me stumped on that. Like. a he's like a singer songwriter who does really great lyrics um and all but all of his beats are like drum machines Mm. so i went and saw him at the old town school of folk in chicago and uh he that was like his show it was him and a backup singer like his sister or something like that and then like one of those drum machines that you were showing me earlier like something like that he'd like you know cheat the uh tempo down yeah, and just like hit tempo. play and then play acoustic guitar over it and the, the album is a bit more produced than that there's a lot more going on but like end of the day it was just like yeah. drum machine and acoustic guitar does it still retain that sort of essence the the, the studio versions or is uh, it more no this? no actually i will say that i think he kind of like did that for the performance okay which was cool because like cool the drum machine was like you know, sitting out it's like, like a it band a, member. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, That's legit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little spotlight on it and all that jazz. That makes Green me, room rider. Somebody wants me to play a show and that's exactly what I was going to do. I was going to play KJ and a good time family band songs with just my drum machine. Dude, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen like stop making sense. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. He yeah. comes out to the, uh, I love that scene. Uh, that opening yeah. scene. <laughs> oh, <he's> like, <laughs> yeah. The tape. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> big suit on there. I know, man. I oh, just yeah. got to get my, my moves on. <laughs> uh, I wanted to bring up um, the band Battles. I know oh, I've talked to them. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was just listening to Battles. Yeah. They what, man, run their whole show off of uh, Ableton Live because oh, yeah. they have a lot of sequenced forms. Um, yep. Yeah, and they're wild. Super mm. wild. The drummer is very percussive, which I really enjoy. Um, they were th- They were four members. 
went down to three. Now they're down to two. <laughs> it was two plus yeah. Ableton. Yeah, plus Ableton. They, they right? were like, hey, dude, you got to um, go too. Yeah, it's You got to dip. <laughs> it's just a drummer. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's just the synth player in Ableton. Right? Our Ableton rig needs yeah, these yeah. cold cuts in the green room. <laughs> dude, I love... Uh, yeah. But it, I was just going to say, like, um, they have a really great uh, video... Um, I think was sponsored by Ableton on YouTube and they kind of talk about their process. It's, it's mm-hmm. kind of fascinating how they just use the digital technology to sort of orchestrate and keep all these samples and sequences sort of in line. And, you know, the drummer's got his in-ear, so he's kind of working with the metronome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. Yeah. The music still breathes. It doesn't right. feel robotic. interesting with that with like uh the song that i'm thinking of is uh fort green park um but like it is just like it's interesting enough to keep me hooked where i'm like this really doesn't feel like music and but then like i feel like second half like all of a sudden it'll kick in and they mm-hmm. add everything in like, well they're they they're making lot. music like a like a dance musician would they start with a basic layer and they keep layering on top like yeah. a daft punk would um there's a song called future you had your what song did you suggest uh, for green park yeah yeah there's a whole bunch of good songs yeah. that they kind of play with that structure i just remember i i i was into battles first or second album when i worked at the barnes and noble in east lansing <laughs> and i remember it, it was back in the day when like i, I saw i saw the cover is it this the, the one like, with the pink the gum like no it was oh. like the glass room oh okay. yeah the, mirrored the, yeah, yeah and the uh the everything set up in there and mm-hmm. i was like I don't know who this band is. And I bought, I bought the CD. I was like, well, I'm going to get, this yeah. is really cool looking. Right. Right. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I like was... my, my one month, it was like battles and ratatat, just battles rat-a-tat, and ratatat. Man, I love good... those ratatat. Yeah. They are crazy. Yeah. Like that guitar mm-hmm. on ratatat, they got to be adding some digital. Oh yeah. To that. oh yeah. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like yeah. compressing the crap out of it and EQing it. But man, it sounds it like sounds that's amazing. a great example of like, yo, that little, little bit of this, a little yeah. bit of analog plus some like legit production. Yep. Battles, oh, man. Yeah. I haven't listened to like Rattatat in a long me time. Me neither. I was yeah. just thinking about them. Like I used to love Rattatat. Mm-hmm. Man. They're yeah. they're up there for me. They're they're my jam. Yeah. They're a big jam. I can see that. You got like a very. I could, I could pick that up. Like, I think if you music. if you listen to a, a couple of those solos, yeah, on there, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, with that in mind, you'd be like, yeah. yeah I just <laughs> thought about that. Yeah, it was like clicking. <laughs> big on Rattatat. Nice. Uh, that was all my main topics. I had plenty of others, but... I, no, you know, yeah. How, how are we looking on time here? We're always good. Uh, yeah, because I'm like... I, I do really, you want to go to our second topic? Yeah, we can go. just do a quick round the world? Yeah, yeah. Is that the... <laughs> what do you mean, round oh, the world? Yeah, like, yeah. with everybody? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll go. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. just go on you. So, what, I always just am a sucker for this topic, and I feel like I always change my mind on it throughout the years or, like, whatever I'm listening to musically. So, I, I just wanted to pick your brain, Steve, and we'll go around and see everybody's. But, like, what's the best decade of music for you? Uh, first of all, great question. That's a great question. Uh, it moves the, the, that is a moving target for sure. Yeah. Um, but I actually, it's funny because, uh, I, I would, I do love the eighties. I love the eighties for music. And I, I feel like that's a recent development for me. Just like 
learning uh, uh, a lot of the songs, like a lot of those big 80s songs, they got such a bad rap during like the 90s. It's just like, oh, it sounds so 80s. But now you listen back and it's like, it was the like new frontier of the the production we're talking about of just like all the drum machines, all the synths, like the technology was actually, in the 70s, I feel like they were like, you know, they were interacting with it, you know, like yeah. talking to an alien. And then in the eighties, they were like understanding the language of it. Like yeah. how far can we push this? Yeah. Let's yeah. do yeah. it. Like, and I feel like it really wasn't appreciated in the seventies either as much. You no, know, I, yeah, I, I read agree. something about Paul McCartney when he did McCartney too. And like, you know, like temporary secretary, like, like people were just like, what the can you find for me someone strong and sweet fitting on my knee? She can keep her job if she gets it wrong. Ah, but Mr. Mox, I won't need her long. All I need is help for a little while. We can take vacation. Look at ELO, it. like ELO oh, yeah, was big, yeah, but yeah. like, dude, man, they were they were all on the sequencers and yep, yep. it was yeah yeah i and i i I love that production but but my my answer my final answer is (laughs) and i think that this also has to do just because of like my formative years and being in college right yeah is uh 2001 to 2010 i would not think you were going to thousands break this down for me yeah break it down well uh in 2007 alone and i looked this up because i always do think about this and i was working at that barnes and noble Thank you for asking. Any slanting, <laughs> and uh, at hey, one at Borders, one point, you want to sponsor this? Borders, yeah, they're Borders shut down. Yeah, they're My gone. wife used to work at Borders. They, did it yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, she oh, got fired. No. Well, she. This is funny. We were talking about this. She's got like fired or laid off from every job, like oh, because they closed no. Borders. Uh, freaking Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> Quiznos is out. Quiznos isn't a thing. Do you ever see Quiznos? Around? Hey man, I maybe not in Michigan. Yeah, maybe not in Michigan. I don't I'll know. give you this hint. I've never eaten at a Quiznos. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. anyways going back to but yeah uh, the 2007 yeah in rainbows Radiohead. oh yeah Great this album. is just 2007 the reminder by feist i didn't stop did we fight did we talk mm. yeah. ga 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 by spoon, spoon. yeah come count them ways to forever remember the winter Raising Sand, Alison Krauss and Robert Plant. Yeah. Oh. Uh, album. Kala by mm-hmm. MIA. A Favorite Worst Nightmare uh, by the Arctic Monkeys. Graduation. Kanye West, Wincing the Night Away, The Shins. And I don't remember what album, but Dr. Dog came out with a super dope yeah, album yeah. that year too. I gotta say, you got like, this Big is Dr. Dog fan. So this is, um, and I've shared this story on the podcast before, but like I was not, I was exclusively like into hip hop music growing up, but 2007, was when I started working at Best Buy. That's when I got into guitar and playing. We actually had a musical yeah. instrument department um, in the store. And so like I got a guitar on discount. But anyways, all those albums are so common to me because I was a cashier and like people would come in. Yeah, people would come in with in rainbows. I'm like, oh, what's this? I'm gonna 
check this out and like that's when i got into radio yeah like it's so funny to think about but like i backtracked i got into later albums and went back into people's but oh nice 2007 a hot year for sure it was a, it yeah. was a hot year and i i like i thought that for a long time and then like my friend i had i have this buddy who i played in a band with too and he he like confirmed it for me he had a list longer than i did he was like <laughs> off the top of his head like oh dude, 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 dude lcd sound system blah blah blah, blah like all this stuff and i was like Okay, 2007 was like a decent yeah. year. It's it's interesting. You say 2000s, you know, all I can think about with 2000s is just like um, like early 2000s and just like Boy bands, pop music. Yeah, 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 you know, so like that's why it's never really in the forefront. But now you kind of got my mind thinking of like, man, maybe I'm just being a snob here and not thinking of uh, 2000s well, I think, as a whole. I think that that was also like the year, the the years, um, and I mean the, the boy, the boy band and the the, the Christina Aguilera yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Britney Spears of the world, they have their place. Those right, are some, right. There are yeah. some jams, uh, uh, but I feel like the the two thousands were like when when um, I don't want to say indie music because indie music was a thing in the nineties, but like they had this platform then the internet to blow up, mm-hmm. like yeah. Ratatat probably wouldn't have been a, oh, a big no. band yeah. in the 90s, but like I saw Ratatat at the Metro in Chicago sold out like yeah. a couple yeah. thousand people. Like That's a cool venue to see. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, you even think about like the Strokes, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Strokes. That, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, the str- that's actually a great Indie rock. Yeah. 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 Shins, yeah. Strokes, Shins, yeah. Interpol. Yeah. yeah. Very legit bands. Oh, yeah. Damn. I'm glad you went there. I'm like, yeah. I, that would have been the last like decade where I would have mentioned <laughs> as being the best. So. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it is hard because there is like the first half that, you know, like I said, they're jams, but it, it's a weird time yeah. in music, mm-hmm. you know, Jen, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake, Britney and the, the whole denim outfit. We don't need to relive <laughs> but that. Yeah, we don't, I we mean, don't need to even, think about that. Yeah, I mean, even thinking about the denim outfit with the cornrows, don't forget <laughs> with the cornrows. Right <laughs> corn don't, paint, don't paint a more detailed picture. Yeah. But like also another thing that was very uh, big at that time was like, I feel like hip hop music was very um, coming up and coming and even just producers like Pharrell was just like, oh his yeah. And everything, you know what I mean? With the Justin Timberlake, but there's like the clips. I remember the grinding beat. Mm. This guy, you got to throw a grinding in there. Like, I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Man, I was in high school. People just do that beat like on. Is that what that's called? Yeah, grind it. And it's just like you would hear it through hallway. Like you could just do a simple beat like that. You know, like it, it was just like music was just like open to explore whatever. No no matter how simple. Because well, we got through the 90s of the East West kind of rivalry yeah. or whatever. And yeah. Then Houston was on the map in the 2000s. That was like Beyonce. ground zero. I feel for, like uh, uh, Beyonce was from Houston. Destiny's oh, yeah. Child was Destiny's coming Child. up. Yeah, like I What's mean. Well, yeah. You had the South and you had Detroit with Eminem yeah. and yeah. Man, so much. Okay. All right, Steve. You I like that. You got me. You got me. All right. Oh, Cigaros. 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 I mean, I was going to throw Animal Collective earlier. Oh, Animal Collective. Oh, yeah, about there we go. Yeah. Digital mm-hmm. analog. Damn. Yeah. Panda yeah. Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Panda Bear. Big Panda oh, yeah. Bear. Daft Punk. They, they, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody will be dancing tonight. Live right. Everybody will be right. Let the fight go. All night. Shut up. All you break out Scott, what what would you say? So I have sort of like a non-answer than an answer. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, (laughs) be a politician. It's all about jobs. That's that's, about jobs. That's Scott. If you don't know Scott, he's like he's like a politician. Contrarian. Yeah, yeah. So 
and I've talked to some of my buddies about this, but I'm big into the transitions of decades. The late sixties yeah. into the early seventies, the late seventies into the early eighties. That's a good non-answer. I will. Didn't I will. Yeah. I will we'll uh, allow it. Yeah, yeah. I think that we. we, we <laughs> I mean, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I was just just listening to a podcast about the Pixies and how they really ushered in sort of for Nirvana to come in and and do what yeah. they did. You know, there's so many bands in the late eighties playing exactly that type of music. So the late 80s are really pivotal to what happened to what I would say my favorite decade of music is, is the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What you, are your, what are your jams from the 90s? So you're saying like formative years for me, you know, the uh, whatever, four, I would say fourth grade to, I don't know, maybe like third grade to, because I had an older brother. So he kind of oh, turned me on to things. he was giving you CDs. Yeah. Feeding me, right? Coming um, in with his leather jacket and his cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I, hope, I hope he hears this. <laughs> Check this out. I mean, out. you hollered at him about being a Pearl Jam fan and how he like got right. it. So, yeah. I mean, I could bring up, I would say like 94, 95. Yeah. I mean, I have for ni- I have 94 brought up because you, you brought your Europe. So you have Super Unknown. You got Dookie. Vitalogy. Oh my God! You got Nirvana's Unplugged, which is a huge That's album. Massive. Yeah. Huge, massive. Right? Oh no, not me. We never lost control. The face. Um, Mellow I'm, Gold. Um, back. Wow. Purple by uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Monster. Grace. Weezer's Blue Album, which is my all, one of my all-time favorite albums. Incredible album. Um, I think I could bring up 95 and... Uh, You'd have a similar list. Similar yeah, list, yeah, right? My biggest reason, though, for 90s is that, um, unlike maybe the 2000s, rock was on the radio. Like, it was all over. It was the popular music of the time. And then you get into... In, in the, the 95, 90s? What's that? I, in like yeah, yeah. 95? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I, what I was going to tell you of something that I just read, I'm reading a really cool book right now by Questlove called Music is History. Oh, yeah. And um, one thing he mentioned about the 90s, which I thought about was just like so crazy, was like after the death of Kurt Cobain, it kind of changed everything. Mm. You think about the 90s, or at least when I think of it, it's like a hodgepodge of like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. You got like, yeah, yeah. I'm post-modern. a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, yeah. you know, like oh, yeah. songs wow. like that. You got True. like grunge, you got hip hop coming up, True. you got like this alternative rock. It's just like, what the hell is going on? But he said when Kurt Cobain died, like even the roots, they they were like, yo, Y'all gotta get in the studio right away because like time is fleeting. All it's because a vacuum. Yeah, all because Kurt Cobain died. And then these companies were like, we'll to take anything and throw it at the wall. If grunge worked, like what else will work? And that's why everything oh, wow. just started well, to kind of go crazy. That, yeah, yeah I never thought point. about that. But yeah. at the same time, that's like when I mean the music industry is just pumping. So there's that's, like that's what I'm oh, saying. You sort it, of sound like Nirvana. Okay, we'll send you your bush, cool. you know, your yeah. offspring. And it's like right. yeah. and then you yeah. go down the line of like 
third tier, fourth tier, you know, yeah. grunge. Yeah. B string. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just so many weird. I mean, you think about like Grooves and Heart, man. With oh, like yeah. Bootsy and, and Q-Tip so on cool it. Stuff. Oh, yeah. It's just like is the it 90s. Q-Tip is on there? Yeah, Q-Tip is on yeah. there floating, man. Yeah. I mean, Tribe Called Quest alone, you know, in the 90s. I mean, just like the 90s was just like You get the starts anything. of Radiohead. Yeah. It's like, you know, we talk about the 80s and it's like overall, like, yeah. There's obviously a vibe. Some diversity, but yeah, new, there's new a vibe wave. throughout. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. got the gated reverb sound, you know, all the drums. You could tell what decade you're in. And when I go back and listen to songs from the 90s, I'm like, I'm saying it's the 90s just because it's weird and I don't know where to place it. But like it could be part of any, you know, timescape yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Especially when you talk about the actual like the pop, like you were just doing like, like listing the top songs of that decade is like, wow. There's it's like the eighties yeah. that you know there's a bunch of acoustic musicians going on doing their thing but they they're not in the top tier of right. that yeah. but in the nineties it's like yeah a free for all like yeah a legit free for all I think another song too that I think about where it's just like man talk about crossover capability that you never think of is Bone Thugs and Harmony mm. Crossroads where it's like oh yeah you know everything is like gangster rap Tupac and Biggie. And these dudes come out with a song, you know, about dying and like, like missing their harmonies. uncle and singing harmonies. And it's like, it's a hit and it's universal. And you got like Coolio with like Gangster's Paradise. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Are you and your yeah. And like, how is this mixing into the world of like Kurt Cobain and Pearl? Jam and Sonic Youth and they're still all successful mm-hmm. like it was just a free-for-all in the 90s it's, yeah, I like it's very that. interesting I like to that. think about was that gonna what were you gonna say for what favorite decade yeah. oh definitively the 70s for I me. mean that's, that's like the safe I think answer yeah like uh I collect records and it's just like anytime I get something from the 70s even if I don't know it like I could bank on it being good it's probably gonna be pretty good yeah yeah it's like when I have those bands like that have been around like for instance I had a uh, recently like cooling the game you know and I had like an 80 an album from like 84 and I'm like, mm, I love cooling the game, but I don't know what this is gonna sound like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounded yeah, exactly do? like what I sounded. But I thought it was hand for the yeah, 80s. It's like, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's like same thing with or the like 79. Like, yeah, I know I was talking about like transitions, but like. Yeah, 79 is always a weird transition period where it's like, am I going to get that like disco? How well did they use the Yeah, <laughs> it's like, am I going to get disco 79 or am I going to get like still like cool 79, right. you know what I mean? Right. Um, but the 70s, man, I just think of like, you know, Led Zeppelin and... Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, like all the classic stuff was like in the 70s, man, where like it was top tier like musicianship uh, in the 70s. And not that like I'm a snob for that because I'm (laughs) I'm definitely not a top tier musician. Right. But like when I hear that type of stuff, man, it's just like they put so much effort into those songs, man, where Mm -hmm. it's like these are like legit songs. You know. I I mean, I also think about music making back then. Um the way that we were talking about how I approached like that that song, that guitar solo is like, oh yeah, I'm like throwing stuff at this wall right. and I'll see what happens. But I feel like back then in the 70s, I mean, like, there's a few outliers that I can think of, but like you really had to have you like your composition chops ready to you're roll. Going to like, tape. Exactly. Yeah, you're going, you're going to, tape to tape and you're just like in the studio, like doing your thing. And you, I mean, I feel like the, the, these are like people who could think on multiple levels of like what it was going to sound like before they actually put right. it to tape. Right. Like 
I don't I don't have that at all. Yeah, I can no, hear a beat yeah. in my head yeah. and I put it in the computer, then I put the guitar. Okay, I hear that together. You know, but th- this is like high level yeah. level music. That's exactly what I really mean. High. Yeah. And I think of like even I'm a huge like funk guy, you know, and like seventies is prime time for that. And even oh, the yeah. bands that had kind of been around before, that's like when they hit their prime. I think of like the Isley brothers, man, you know, they had albums in the fifties and the sixties. Yeah, like seventy three to seventy nine, man, mm. they were just killing it. Same thing with like funk delic yeah. uh in parliament you know like george clinton was making music in the 60s but man when they got in the 73 man like they just like lifted off like a rocket like you know all those bands get to the 80s and they fall in a trap of like yo i gotta make this even with james brown you know so oh, yeah, hey, like you, 80s james he's brown. on fire but yeah 80s james brown get <laughs> a little crazy although that one album yeah. uh gravity man uh like dr feel good man i love that song you can kind of like you can look back and be like okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, but also it's just like yeah when even though i like some of the james brown 80s stuff it's like yeah, you can't compare that to like a Sex Machine or like Soul no. Power or yeah. like whatever. Yeah. It's Man's just, World. Yeah. yeah, like seventies, man. Uh, yeah, I gotta say that's my definitive favorite decade. And an honorable mention would be the nineties for its diversity. Oh, respect. We got there. We seventy, eighties, nineties, two thousands. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if we could talk about the the twenty or what. I don't even know the what twenty ten. Like, what do you call it? Like, I always think about this too. Are we gonna start over with decades? It's just like we refer to everything oh, now as that like we, now we're you know, in the twenties. Yeah, like are, yeah. are we gonna start saying the twenties and the thirties and just like not referencing the nineties? I've been excited yeah. about that because I've wanted to say like aught seven the aught, yeah. <laughs> back in that the aughts. The yeah. aughts. I like that. I so, that's yeah. cool. I I feel like with the ushering of Spotify and other streaming services, it's harder to maybe categorize or to have a I mean, you could say what's on the radio, certainly, but radio is so sidelined now. Yeah. So how do you even like have a sense of what the the cultural moment is musically? I don't think you even can. Well, uh, I mean, it's like I I, I work at a a venue and that's a that's a big people are like, oh, what what genre are they? I mean, there are certain bands and artists that come through that are defined by a genre, but like there there's. It, tons of like half the bands that come through that's like it's it's a thing it's yeah. a thing yeah. like, there's an electric guitar so like, you can watch two it. tickets yeah. please yeah. yeah like this this uh, woman came through a couple nights ago Carsey Blanton like be good to the people you love love Or a thousand nights ago, whenever this comes out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, little, a little room, a little play, a little room. That's probably about right. That yeah. might be too yeah. long. Uh, but she was like a, a, a lovely musician. Is a lovely musician? Maybe was. I don't know. Depends on how far, <laughs> this, depends on how far out this comes. When out. she got into her car, she was alive. She was. Uh, alive. I know that. She made it to an arbor. She texted me when she okay, got to an arbor. Uh, um, just kidding, Carsey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was the same kind of thing where I was like, I, people were asking me like, oh, what kind of music was it? It was like, she had an acoustic guitar and she played like some dope songs. And I don't, I don't know yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just really good. Yeah. It's so hard to define for artists because like 
if you, if you are a true music like a true music lover who makes music like i feel like you're seeping in all that like you know you talked about loving like ratatat and battles but also naming the stuff from 2007s where like all yeah. of that stuff is soaking into you as opposed to like an artist from the 70s was like listening to doo-wop and now it was like it that's true yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. and so on and so forth we're like now we're in this thing we're like you know, uh, like with with us and like thinking about our band, like we like funk music, right? So we'll play like a Bruno Mars cover, but yeah, we also like like rock music in the seventies, and we'll do this David Essex cover that is a weird, obscure song mm-hmm. from the seventies. Where like I, we get that a lot. Where you know, I'm like, I don't know how to define us. You just kind of like gotta come see us. I say funk rock just to make it easy, but it's right. just like you could get That's whatever. Shorthand. Yeah, it's just like the influences of what we're pulling from are just so deep at this point. It's just like you, you can't help but to be like a melting pot mm-hmm. as like an you, artist you play jams correct you yeah, play, yeah like i mean that, that's how that's how i feel like i feel like every time i'd bring a cover towards like when i when i play in a band some people would be like oh why why do you want to play this like i don't understand why you want to play this be like well listen like listen to this song yeah it's a jam it's a jam, it's yeah. a jam. <laughs> like it doesn't matter like what what decade it was written in like mm-hmm. yeah it's in the canon we can all agree it's like yeah a great song this is interesting. I've never thought about that, though, man, of just like, yeah, the backtracking on your, your influences, you know, uh, I mean, like when the Beatles started, right? What were they were They didn't have a thing of being like, let's make rock music and let's be experimental. They were playing like they, vaudevillian kind of thing. Yeah. With Paul McCartney and yeah. folk and yeah. 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 You know, but I'm saying like they they I feel like, you know, they're a jumping off point for, oh, yeah. <laughs> for I mean, whatever music is now. But right. I just think about them not really having influences to show them the way of like what they wanted to create as mm. opposed to now. Yeah, you got tons of things you can backtrack on and look at it to like, yeah, I want to create this type of type Just of like style. Soul sucking, be like, what is original? Yeah, like, what is there even? Is it even <laughs> possible yeah, to be no, original I, nowadays? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I do think that. I do think that when I hear a band like. I'm a sucker for something that sounds like it was created in a vacuum yeah. or something. Like, yeah. where you where you hear something where you're like, wow, they're like. Not they're not uh, not playing by the rules. They're not playing by the rules. Uh, like I'm trying to. There, there's I listen to a lot of ambient music mm. and like a lot of. I don't want to say trance. I feel like that gets a bad rap. But like Nils Fromm and well, oh, yeah. Olafur, yeah. you know these guys, yep. uh-huh. Olafur Arnold's like yep. those dudes. Like I feel like that that is. I, I listen to some of those records and I am like, wow. Like they really did hit record and they were just like. Yep. Fuck it. <laughs> whatever happens, happens. Like whatever. And I mean, like there, there's tons of of artists out there who who achieve that too. Yeah. I actually think Bruno Mars is like, oh, he, like his his it. records are like, they're slamming. They're so legit, and I feel like he's doing his thing. Like, yeah. And I mean, I I feel like all artists are kind of doing their thing, but like he's he has like he's got a sound. That's yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah, like he's tapped in. Yeah, like he's tapped in. Like it, it sounds like it was created in a vacuum. Like, oh, this is just like who this dude is. Yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah I love people going. I was listening to an album. Um, what's his name? Oh, Brother Tiger. I think we talked about him. There's that song Heaven. Yeah, where I was like, yep. I love this song. It sounds like it was made in the '80s, and like 
clearly it's not obviously like it, it just sounds it, it's so weird with music too it's like it almost sounds too clean to be from the 80s yeah but also every instrument he used makes me feel like this could be at the end of a movie in the 80s or something <laughs> like that you know um where i just love that about music too where like a 2021 song can sound like an 80s song you know mm. as opposed to in the 80s everything sounded like the 80s you know mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, because we, we have such a like a, a rich tapestry of music we can kind of reference. Yeah, and but I always from and yeah, so I always think of like maybe in the next ten years of like music will kind of revisit. We'll what, be revisiting right now what it's like a, 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 a yeah, like facsimile of a thing, facts yeah. of a facts of a facts, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the what do they say? Like history of pizza or like every ten years, like fashion comes back or some weird shit. Like People that, say that. You know? People oh, say my there. my wife is like a big fashionista, and she has said that like, beware the early two thousands because we're shitting on it right yeah. now. And so it's Scott, gonna, you better get those Jinko jeans. Get those Jinko jeans back. Get those Ed Hardy T-shirts back. We're in the nineties right now with the amount of like Doc Martens. I feel I like the Gen Zers are like doing that. Like, yeah, they, they're feeling it. Yeah, they're yeah, feeling it they hard. definitely wearing fanny packs and stuff and baggy. Not, and, yeah, shirt. I mean, it's a whole Billie Eilish thing. Brand, yeah, you know? Very true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the more yeah. Ba- the more uh, fanny packs I see, I am like, well, it is pretty utilitarian. I mean, it is. Like, it makes a lot of sense. I always wear it when I cut the grass because I'm like listening to music and I don't have. That's a good move. So I put my phone in there. My wife's like, "Please, dear God!" I'm like, "Not I'm just the front yard." It. Yeah, she's like, "Not in the front yard." I'm like, "It's so like perfect though." I'm like, "I got yeah. my thing in here, and I wear contacts too." And I'm like, "I'll put my little eye drops in there." So if I'm outside cutting grass, my eyes, it's just perfect. Look at you! You're like so put together out there. Yeah. You should get one of those like fishing uh, yeah. vests where you can put like instead of tackle your. Oh yeah, I'm playing when we gotta cut yeah. the grass. We got a big backyard, and I hate it every time. And I'm just <laughs> like, God, I'm about to be here for an hour. You know, it's great to catch up on podcasts though when i did yep. that so that's pretty nice yeah cool well, let's go to that last question oh yeah we didn't we didn't oh, prep oh, steve for oh, this we no 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 mystery, no, question. mystery question. i gotta go see it <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of every show we always ask a uh we ask our uh, guests if your music was a type of blank what would it be so i got a phone one for you today oh if if your music like and we're talking about like stevie if your your projects you yeah know, 12 songs whatever all of it uh, if your music was a type of kitchen utensil what utensil would it be and why? And we can post edit as yeah, much so as take time, your time as you Okay, need. cool. It's like one o'clock. Okay, <laughs> Steve, you know. Here, we gotta go. <laughs> Here, putting your tie on. Gotta go to work. Yeah. I gotta roll. I'm brewing coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I have one in my head, but I don't think it's right. Just go for it. Kitchen utensil. Okay, so you're a kitchen utensil. Anything Steve. that you would find in the kitchen doesn't, you know, okay. not yeah, just so in the silverware. You got just think yeah. like yeah, silverware, yeah. blender. Okay, give me a blender. Let me yeah, toaster know, ovens. A Vitamix. Vital. <laughs> could, could be. It's not. <laughs> it's not. That's like really classy. <laughs> That's really classy. Yeah. yeah. Vitamix is legit. Is your music that classy? It might be. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a roommate for a while who had who had a Vitamix and they moved out and they left the Vitamix and I there were like two months where I thought I was gonna get this free Vitamix. Came back and they came back from uh, Vitamix. Yeah. You're you're like, like, I think I'm like in the some. middle of using it. I know I was like, Oh, I was just making sure it still worked. <laughs> it still does make it look at that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and they took it out. They're like, Oh, this looks like good soup. I was like, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna go kitchen aid mixer. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. KitchenAid mixer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, because oh. it's, um, do I have to say why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hold my feet to the fire. I like it. Uh, it's utilitarian. There's a backbeat. That's, I'm mm-hmm. going with that. Okay. All right. Uh, there, there's uh, different 
uh, rhythm rhythm areas, not just the backbeat, but uh, different other timbres of rhythm. That's the bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can have different bowls in there. And then uh, there's uh, different samples and stuff. I was going to say the different things. Those are the different have sam- a whisk in it. Exactly. Or have, yeah. Yeah. The paddles and all the that. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, I guess yeah, that's that's it. That's what I think of when it comes to a kitchen utensil. It's uh it's it's not, you know, your avocado slicer. It's not a whisk. It's there's there's a a, a lot going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like that like what you're putting into that bowl is 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 from your hands, but the bowl then shapes it. it. Actually, yes. yes. Right? The, and yeah. You're helping me. This is good. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get what you're, you're, you're saying. You're painting yeah. a good picture for me. I just wanted to like continue it in my head. No, yeah. I'm I'm dumping my my ideas out there. My sugar. My yeah. brown sugar. Yeah. My uh, molasses. My chocolate chips. Don't turn it on with the flour too quickly. No, you don't no. want to. Oh, yeah. You do not want to Explosion. Explosion. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I think that no, that's that's, that's what solid. Mean. We that's always solid. say, and I'll just say one more time: our guests always have like they come up strong. I I wouldn't be able to do that. No, me neither. I'd be like, I'm yeah. a fork. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm yeah. a fork. I'm a three-tined fork. <laughs> three <laughs> trying to jab a cherry tomato in a salad. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, it's not gonna happen. They're great. Cool. All right. We got there. Yeah. Thanks What's for doing it? this yeah. with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is fun talking super music. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Steve, thanks for coming. Make sure y'all check out 12 songs. Great album. And and yeah. previous albums. And, and previous albums. Yes. All and previous probably albums. more important, the band camp. Is that where the majority of the content is? Um, well, that does have the, th- the the four songs. I would direct them to Bandcamp or Spotify. Mm-hmm. Get, get, mm-hmm. get me over there. Are there other names of acts that you have been in or are in? Uh, yeah. Uh, Public Act. Access is a is a band of mine that I play with, which um, if you didn't know that I liked Ride a Tap before, you'll know after you know <laughs> that band. Good, good. Um, and then uh, Go Long Mule, Go Long Mule, yeah, another nice. band, yeah. Cool. Thank cool. you so much for having me. This is yeah. super fun. Super fun. Yeah. Appreciate it. Definitely. Right. We'll see y'all next week. See you next time. Peace.